So this week's episode is sponsored by UX Design Institute. They offer unique university credit rated online courses in UX design. So if you're interested in changing careers or uh, you want to take a six months to professional diploma and become a UX designer, even if you've no previous experience in design at all before now, uh, these are the people to talk to. What does the UX designer actually do? <laughs> See, this is the question, isn't it? Uh, UX design is about how it feels to use a product, uh, a website or an app. So uh, UX designers are people whose job it is to make software sort of simple, fun and easy to use. Essentially, if you use something and you like how it works, that is what UX design is. So they spot so, kind of the small details that like make if it makes things user friendly and websites easy. Make things user friendly, I suppose. You know the way some remember back in the eighties, you would get a video player and it would take you three like three years to figure out how to use. Still it, don't know how to use my microwave. <laughs> of course not. It's yeah. got bad UX design. Gotcha. My one's very easy to use. It's got good UX design. Okay, makes sense. So it's like when you need to enter a phone number and an account number on some apps on your phone and you have to switch the keyboard from the letters to the numbers and symbols and then tap the first number and switch it again and all that sort of crack. It's really, really annoying. Okay. UX design is about simplifying all of that. Fair so there's other apps that automatically bring up the number pad on the keyboard and you know, well, yeah, look, I've kind of pretty Go much explained that. Okay. Uh, so the UX designer's job is to spot small details that add up to making your experience simpler apps easier to use websites easier to use so if that sounds like something you'd like to do you don't need any design or coding experience remember that part that's important uxdesigninstitute.com forward slash dubland and you can find out everything you need to know there and it'll be explained even better than the way I just did it Peace. which I thought was marvellous yeah. uh, if you're listening to the Dublin podcast here on the Headstuff Network and you like it which we hope you do remember there is lots of other podcasts on this network like this one my name is Stephanie Preisner and my podcast is called Basically with Stephanie Preisner and I have guests on every week who explain things to me because they're experts and I'm not. We've had people like Pascal Donoghue, the Minister for Finance, explain what it's like to be the Minister for Finance. We've had on Taoiseach, Micheál Martin, explain what it's like to be Taoiseach. Luke O'Neill explained the coronavirus. Uh, a nurse explaining what it's like to get coronavirus. And then loads of things that aren't related to coronavirus at all at all. Like politics and being a child actor if you like finding out about things listen to basically with stephanie preisner ladies and gentlemen you're in for a treat because you're listening to the dubland podcast with suzanne and pj dubland podcast up your ear holes who knew the toasting, the toasting process filled holes? I did not no. know that. I know that I toasting aware. my body and on a warm sunbed somewhere oh. fills the holes in my life. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been on a sunbed. No, I don't mean it an electrical. I mean like on holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a sun lounger oh, in the sun. So fucking long. Toasting it's been myself. So many years. Years, fucking years now. Well, it's only been a year since my last trip oh. to Portugal, but it feels like we'll never get there. Never get there again. How's your week been? Welcome yeah, to the yeah. Dublin Podcast, by the way. Like everything else, fucking boring. Like it's just, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm living in the privilege of boredom. That, that, I think that sums up, you know, the, the good and bad of it. Right. I'm living in the very privileged state that the only thing that's really wrong with me is fucking boring. Good. <laughs> that's very, you know what I mean? I, I think that sort of puts me in a, in a decent place. But yeah, it's grand. Like it's all the great. It's just like you know, watching the sport and all. You know, there's no one in the fucking. Finally, you realize there's no one there. <laughs> Nobody fucking there. I watched. I think the most apocalyptic photo I've seen. Like something that sums up 2020 more than anything for me was looking at uh, this photograph I saw. I think it was going around Reddit during the week, and it was like this uh, baseball game in California. And it was cardboard humans, right? Is that in Oakland Park? Yeah, it was yeah, in Oakland, the yeah. So it's all cardboard humans sitting yeah. around and you can pay to have your face on a cardboard human. They do that in Leeds United. Pay for your face on a cardboard human and there's cardboard humans watching a game of baseball and in the middle of the game of baseball, the sky is orange because the world was literally burning around them. California I was like, that's fires. it. This is the dystopian fucking Black Mirror universe that we've arrived into now. This is it. Like we're literally in the most dystopian this is this topic a word? No, dystopic? probably not. But um, no. dystopian. I'll just yeah, run with that stick one. Stick with that. But the, we're, like it's I see so where you're mad. going. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's so mad. So, I think um, I do think they do that in Leeds because I'm pretty sure because my cousin is Leeds. This, is this C- Jesus? I fucking can't stand that club. That, <laughs> I swear to God, I was. I, I, <laughs> he says it a Bose jersey. I, yeah, I know. I can't stand Leeds. Oh, I can't. I told Jim McCabe don't work because he's a United fan as well. I told him every single time Leeds lose this year, I'm buying us a cake. 
We're one cake down already. Because Liverpool beat them 4-3. Four, four, that was not, four, wasn't three. a bad... Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the Leeds look like, like they're not shit. We're just desperate. Everybody's upset with that. Little rat nibblers. Um, so we're like, so we're going. What's your problem with Leeds? Le- oh, well, everyone! I think on me. growing up Fuck being sake. a Manchester United fan, you have to hate Leeds. I think that's just the way it is because they're so know, close in proximity. Well, uh, no, I don't know. It's always just been a rivalry. Everybody hates Leeds. Everybody no, doesn't support like, hates Leeds. Yeah, and then um, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All I know oh, is Leeds. the song "Marching On Together" because my auntie and uncle and my cousins are all Leeds fans. Oh, Leeds. Are they? Well, Christopher's Leeds because we they're were, from Leeds. And see, the generation above Leeds, me Leeds, would have Leeds. all been Leeds fans. You know what I mean? So all the lads who everybody be from Ireland went to Leeds. You went, no, they didn't. They went to better play. They're just like don't. Just Leeds won championship. John like Giles Al- and all. Don- Al- Alan Kelly, did he go? Yeah, who cares? Mick McCarthy's big. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, but it's not for me anyway. That's uh, what you're saying. The cardboard cutouts or Leeds. There you go. It's a uh, how how Who do you do know it's a dystopian next? world? Because Leeds are back in the Premier League. There you go. There's a, a certain another way you can tell uh, oncoming impending doom. Is and they did well us. against Liverpool. And they did very well, yeah, against Liverpool, yeah. Who do you Manchester United? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I know what about it. You know, is the Leeds manager a bit mad? Doesn't he live in like a, a flat? Like he's not elaborate, like a flash at all. He lives Don't in a flash. Uh, like in Wimsby, which is like Wimsby, <laughs> and uh, he like apparently like was spotted looking over the fences of um, other football clubs, taking notes, and then the in a oh, press yeah, that was conference a big scandal last year, and yeah. he went, "Yeah, I'll show you a PowerPoint of what I learned." Like yeah, the spy scandal, yeah, the Leedsgate spy scandal was a huge story last year, which was, was actually very like, funny. He's just like, "Yeah, of course I'm gonna like, have I a look." Give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like him for that to be perfectly honest oh, um, I went on my Dublin tour you this did. week I saw your pictures I was very jealous of you I have to say I was looking at you like trampling around Dublin like an old tourist and I was thinking uh, uh, when you're Christchurch Cathedral and all Christchurch see Church. Tom and Jerry I did see Tom and Jerry give me the kind of the shiver Um I saw you would love a good tour around Dublin I would love a good tour around Dublin I love Dublin I'm always I've done like, most of the Tory things Right, well, you, we're going to tell Visit Dublin. You, you should go and do what I did, except they'll pick a different itinerary, but you should do it. I'm going to tell, I'm telling Visit Dublin now. Oh, all right, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, d- thank you very much. Well, I tell you what I did. It's like, I'll be doing it anyway. That's the only problem. It's just this, I normally would keep it to myself. Ah, uh, no, you need to share it. Because I've gone up. <laughs> yeah. Are you back on Instagram? Not really, no. Well, if you were on, you need to it's be on Instagram. On well, you need to be on Instagram to do it, right? I, I flick, oh yeah, well, that's it. I just share it. download it on so the phone. I but went, I'm not on the phone. Like, I'm not. I, yeah. I've deleted all that. Well, for the purposes of this, if we if we get you the gig, <laughs> you <laughs> need to get on it. So I went to Christchurch Cathedral. See, the best thing about Dublin is that there's no tourists in at the moment, which is the worst thing about Dublin at the moment. Is the that worst yeah, thing. like I as in they're mean. not making any money and that where they really need to be making money. But the best thing is you can go and see everything. You can enjoy all this shit. Did you never normally would because non-chance. it would be if you just said because it'd be full of them. Spent a years, full. forty years driving past Christchurch Cathedral. It's never crossed my mind to walk through the door. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, such an amazing building my god it's incredible yeah like it's the most incredible place the crypts are creepy and cold and yeah I haven't been in the crypts for so long since I was in school I would say that's what the I'd girl say. Sophie said she goes everybody comes in and goes I'm pretty sure I was here with school yeah I think that's uh, I, since I was in school because and I, one thing I remember like the defining thing I remember was the, the mouse and the cat who ran into the organ and died and withered and they have them there on display yeah, Tom and Jerry that's the, the air, one thing they I just stayed where they were and then um, Lawrence O'Toole's heart yeah. somebody stole Lawrence O'Toole's heart from Christchurch Cathedral yeah it was missing for years wasn't it who the fuck would go in and rob a heart I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know it's Dublin People will rob anything if they can get their hands on it. it. So I don't know. True. And I think it was only like, brought where back. Where would you keep it? Like? Wasn't it only brought back because there was rumours of a course or something? Or was that a, a Oh, I did, didn't. See, this is the problem. So because in Christchurch Cathedral, because of the space, they can't do guided tours at the moment. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, me yeah. and Joey just had to go around and have a look at everything ourselves and have a little goosey. <laughs> and we were delighted with ourselves floating around and I went up on the pulpit. Obviously, it's a Protestant church. So, I mean, it's probably where I was supposed to be. Anyway. Um, and then my mum was saying my granny lived under the Christchurch uh, the Archer Christchurch they had a shop not poor who do you think you are um, 
<laughs> I swear, Granny was. And she yeah. said, when even when Granny was dying, she'd gone across. There was a massive big Protestant wedding on in um, Christchurch Cathedral, and she slipped through the gate and went to see it. And she got caught by somebody, and she got into so much trouble. My mom said, even when Granny was dying, she was still repenting her sins for being for on the wedding. Pro- Protestant ground. You're yeah. joking me? Yeah, she just she's only a child. She popped her head oh, into. She said apparently it was the most beautiful. But if you think about she it, she never got over. It. She, no. thought she, was, she thought she was a sinner till the day she yeah, died. Yeah, she over was it. repenting when she, as she was dying. Like so, but if you think about it, it was probably nine. 1940, like she was only a little girl, yeah, or maybe even 19. No, it was earlier than that. So she would have been like 1920. So and like whatever amount of years, 70, 80 years later, she still thought, I can't believe I did that and yeah. let the family down. Yeah, sinning on Protestant She's ground, Catholic in a Protestant that ground. Mad, yeah. really, yeah. isn't it? Mad. She like. got into so much trouble for for going being on unhallowed ground. So we did that, and then we went to Green, uh, Queen of Tarts on. Temple. Oh, I love that fucking. Day. They do this raspberry white chocolatey tart thing oh. in there, and I have to say it's ridiculous. Like oh. it's ridiculous. I've had it like maybe three times in my life, and then I saw you in there. You were, you know, bringing your uh, <laughs> against the rules. I'm sure of your contract to just feed everyone in your family as well. <laughs> we literally <laughs> had like, food for me. Like, oh my god! Joey had a cinnamon, a cinnamon swirl, and I had a bacon buddy. It was off. Oh, oh. It's cracker! Yeah, we had a cup of tea. The little teacups. We went had that, and then we went up to Dublin Castle. We met Laura up in Dublin Castle, who gave us a guided tour. Of, and Joey said twice during the tour, "You need to tell PJ he has to come here." I've like, never twice. done the tour in the castle. Never ever done. PJ, been in it, but never did the tour. I've never been in it. Are you probably gigged or something there? Did you? I did. I know. When years and years and years ago, when I was still working at lighting, I was had to. <laughs> I did the lighting. I was involved in the crew who lit. The after party for the Michael Collins movie, Stop. which was held in the grounds of Dublin Castle, yeah. So that's how it was in it. So it's mad like that half of it's like the revenue, Do you know, that they're all I working know. away, I taking know. our money back, shouting at their windows. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, I've been into the church there because they do shows there for the, you know, the Bram Stoker Festival comes every yeah. October. Yeah. And I love the Bram Stoker Festival because I love horror movies and I love all that other shit and I love Dracula. I'm obsessed with Dracula and Bram Stoker and all that stuff. And they uh, have shows in that little church in there for the Bram Stoker Festival. And it's savage. It's a so brilliant So she shows place you where show. his office would have been. Where he was, so Whose office? Bram Stoker's. All oh, right, yeah. Um, so where his office would have been because his dad would. They were doctors and they worked in revenue and money, and he had this just like kind of banal, basically administration role. And then obviously went to the UK and wrote all the stories about Bram, about yeah, Dracula. And became stuff. obsessed with his boss. Yeah, and based Dracula off his boss. Is that who we based it off? Yeah, and his <gasps> wife was previously supposed to marry Oscar Wilde. Stop. Yes. So there's. So she like, would have done well either way. She wouldn't have done very well either way, but she was very much with men who very much like to keep company of other men. So it don't, I don't know what the deal is. And they're not buried together. Oh. So, yeah, so it, like you, you, you don't know. You don't know what the story is. No, like... like but you, so did they think that Bram Stoker was a homosexual? No idea. Right. This is me drawing my own conclusions. I like that though. She was with Oscar Wilde. They were supposed to get married. Okay. And then that didn't happen. Right. And then she hooked up with Bram Stoker. And Bram Stoker and her lived together for years and years and years. Okay. And in the, sin? Uh, no, no, they married. Oh, they married. No, they okay. They eventually, the two of them married and they had a, had a son and all of that. Okay. Uh, and um, then he, but he spent almost all his time in the theatre working. And he became obsessed with this man who was his boss. We know that Dracula is based on his boss. On this, I wish I could think of the man's name. He ran the theater. Okay. One of the greatest actors of his time. And Bram Stoker was obsessed with him, worshipped him, idolized him for his whole life. Uh, kind and of a Liberace type. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. And then um, Bram Stoker wrote Dracula, and the rest is his. It's cast. So you always think of these people of now of being so ancient and so long ago. And then the movie Nosferatu came out, and the movie Nosferatu was shown in Berlin for the first time. But Bram Stoker's wife was still alive. Stop. And the reason Nosferatu became this cult classic is she got fucking angry over it. They never asked permission. So she sued. And that movie then, all copies of the movie had to be destroyed. So the movie had to be completely destroyed because she sued for copyright or whatever. Oh my God. And uh, the very few remaining copies toured all around the world. So sort of underground was the first underground movie. That's where all that comes from is that movie. Yeah. You never think of them being, the Stokers being alive when there was cinema. Of course. Uh, and then so that movie went around that became the underground movie the first underground movie and this legendary movie of uh, Nosferatu is that the guy with the long yeah thing? that's the yeah, one the black guy, and yeah, white yeah. movie and it's like it's like what is it over 100 years old now yeah and yeah, like a real twilight zone it's fantastic it's I don't so think I've amazing. ever watched it but I, I kind of it's that iconic kind of Oh shot. yeah, you know as soon yeah, as you see yeah, it, you yeah, know. Yeah. And there's one classic still shot from it where he's standing in the distance in front of a 
church and he's got his hands like sort of Tyrannosaurus Rex style with the big nails and all hanging mm. off him. And then, of course, it was supposed to be she lost uh, all her money because uh, an American guy said he put it on Broadway and he took all the money and then it never happened. She, she died without any of the cash. But yeah, they're from Marino. So that's why I'm obsessed because it's like down the that's road right. from. Yeah. And of course, Bram Stoker's house famously had the Russian crown jewels shoved into the chimney because Harry Boland, when he got the Russian crown jewels to buy uh, guns to fight the Brits, he, I can hear Alan. Can you hear Alan? Yeah. He, um, he didn't know where to hide them, so he hid them in a protected building, which was the Bram Stoker house. They were found in the so, chimney years and years later, yeah. That's mad. Oh, it's a fantastic story. An now, absolutely fantastic in, story. In typical Suzanne style, I will just say that one of my friends, Rob Highland, his dad did they did their genealogical, uh, kind of their family tree, and they were somehow related to Bram Stoker. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was only like, because they got invited, so they did it. You're joking Yeah, me. they did their, I'll have to get Rob. They did their, this was like, do you remember, wasn't there a big, like was it 2018 or 17 or something, there was a big Bram Stoker thing. Wasn't there like, it was like an anniversary of some description or may, something? Yeah, may, I suppose eight, like 10 years ago, would it be? Maybe, I oh, look, listen, who knows? But anyway, it was something had happened and they... Yeah, maybe 2008. I don't know. But anyway, they had done their tree but and they had come to say like, oh, this is your, you know. So anyway, Rob's dad was like, of course we are. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> they pa- they gave it over to, to whoever. They went through it. And yes, it turned out that, but it was only like, they, he was their uncle, like, tw- like only two generations back. It wasn't like 17, you know, like ancestral years away. It was yeah, quite yeah. close. And it, so then they invited them to this Bram Stoker big thing that was on they Holy went shit. to it yeah maybe yeah. it was the, the book Dacra Stoker released the book um, I don't know what it was, R- it was Dracul a big that was released uh, only two years ago and there was a bit oh of, no, was it, was, no it was definitely like because we didn't have kids and we lived in the apartment so it's definitely maybe like 10 years ago you're probably right oh, maybe. but maybe we said so we said it to Laura when we were going in Joey's like oh my friend like mum and dad did their did their family tree and turned out they were and she was like oh that was a big festival and blah 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 she's like we had a big thing could have been in Dublin Castle actually so you'll that. see Bram Stoker's where his office was he would have been above and then yeah. you get to go down and see the medieval walls of Dublin Castle like the actual wall, and the puddle is there oh, yeah, and then Dove, puddle, yeah. yeah and because we have puddle parkers behind Joey's garage and we you get to see the actual Dove Lynn like Dove Lynn like Dove Lynn like the, the little black pool and stuff and oh so that stuff was incredible like the fact that you were touching walls that were built like in eight, 807 or something like it's just insane you're just like and this was ground level she's like yeah so you then and then we went all the way up and then she brought us into Dublin Castle and through all of the state rooms and like where um, James Joyce obviously had been injured and they brought him from the GPO and they brought him James to... James Joyce? Not James, sorry, not James Joyce. Uh, oh my God. Did uh, James Joyce be doing well getting yeah, injured? Yeah, no, he wasn't there. So what happened? Did he fall? <laughs> <laughs> he just hurt his knee when he was writing uh, something. Um, no, oh my God, with James the glasses. Connolly. James Connolly was brought. He was injured. Wasn't he the last... Who was shot in the chair? James Connolly. Yeah. Um... So with his little glasses, and so he was brought from to from the GPO. He was brought to Dublin Castle when he was injured in the GPO. He should have been brought to like the matter. I don't know. The <laughs> <laughs> matter, yeah, yeah, you need, for instance, yeah. <laughs> but they brought him. They brought him up into like the into the British barracks, essentially, and they had him on a little chair, and then they just moved him. They brought him that morning then to Kilmainham to shoot him in the chair. Fucking hell! Yeah, so they said so that was the red because the red there was a little Red Cross hospital. The the whoever the English lad was running the place. His wife was mad into making these these castles, these palaces into Red Cross during the wars and stuff. So. Yeah, do you know what? And your woman, I lo- Laura, I love this stuff so is just so, like her knowledge is just, she's a young girl, but she was telling me she's a podcast about ghosts. I was like, you need to come on. Shut up, about I'm so Irish, into that. Yeah, about Irish. So I was asking her about the Banshee and everything. Oh, yeah. So I said, do you know what? We have to get you on. Isn't it gas? Isn't it? That was such an Irish tradition. Like when I was growing up, the idea of you know, um, your kids going to bed, not fucking shitting themselves. It was like a, you made your bad parent. You were a bad parent. You know what I mean? Like, and the, and the stories you got told in Ireland as a kid, especially when to your country cousins and all. Oh, we didn't have any. It of wasn't those. like oh, the ghost and like like God, he's a shock and all. It was none of that. It was no all harmless old ghosts. It was all mad fucking shit. Bodies jumping out of graves and wrapping their arms around you. Women brushing their hair, coming after your family because your family named to knock on your window to tell you someone's gonna die. Oh, all this sort of shit. 
shit and the headless horseman and the devil. The, oh, the devil was in everything. The, like Irish people love oh, we're the devil. Obsessed with the devil. There's so many stories of the devil. If swear to God, if if you're growing up in Ireland, you think that the devil just lived here. He did creating mayhem. As far as we were concerned, because if he did anything, the devil was that. So like my boogeyman. <laughs> like the idea of a fucking bo- boogeyman. The idea that there's some lad. Who like if you don't do what your ma says, he's gonna put you in a sack and fucking kill you. Like and your parents telling you this, you're gonna he's gonna put you in a sack and he'll take you off and you'll be you'll die and nobody knows what'll happen to you. I remember this mad old fucker. He told me that if you ever hit anyone, right? Uh, if you ever hit anyone in school or anything, they, they, what happens in Ireland is they take you to this graveyard when you die and they leave your hand sticking out of the grave, right? And you, you'll <laughs> never feel that for as long as you li- live except your hand feels everything. All the pain. Animals <laughs> eating it. Oh, yeah. The snow, the Who heat, the this? frost, the pain, oh the stamping, all through the years. Who Forever and ever through eternity you'll feel the pain of, of fucking anguish and, and everything through your hand. And I always remember thinking... Fucking sure I'm after hitting someone at some stage in my life. Oh, I was terrified. I was terrified. I lost sleep over. Who told you that? My dad's friend, Tommy Nolan. He told me it, yeah. Told Lord of yeah. mercy on him. Lord of mercy I hope his him. hand's not sticking He's out. He's gone and there's not a bother on his hand, I'm sure. But not, my God, the things that we told kids. Do you remember the, the fear of the bell of like at a, at a funeral? The fear of a bell ringing? Oh, they, because in, cause they, they, they tie it. They tie it in case the dead's not dead. <laughs> I, so I heard that, I think, when I was maybe about 10. And then we had to go to a funeral and I'm like sitting there and you <laughs> So you know when they do the communion the, the, oh, the altar the boy goes I was like you're like, oh my God, the dead person yeah, is wriggling. I thought the dead person was ringing the bell. Like, it's le- mad, isn't shit it? myself. I was terrified. Like, because my granny maintained, like, and I, so I was telling Laura this historian about it. So my granny maintained that the banshee followed the Cahans, like, so Kane, Cahan family. Because, and she went, oh, it would have been a very posh thing. I was like, well, that's my fucking granny down to a T, you know. So, <laughs> with her fucking, her, no, it's the other Why side. This is, this is the other one here. <laughs> it's the other one on Dolphin's Barn. And uh, so she was, like she said uh, that when granddad the day granddad died that there was two knocks on the window and she knew that was her coming for granddad and that she'd heard her and I was like as in the banshee had been and then you know if you saw a comb on the ground that maybe an owl had obviously yeah. it was a banshee's comb so you'd oh, shit, yourself shit yourself with yeah. that like which was just a normal thing to do and like that because I was saying to you we'd a fox that was really remember we'd the fox the foxes were really loud as a ghost showy like that shit as a kid would put like would literally push you over I wouldn't sleep for weeks I'd be on my mandal's floor listening to the yeah. smoke oh yeah the terror of it the yeah. absolute terror of it and there was so many of these Irish sort of fables and all and people loved it the country stuff the folklore down the country is insane unreal I've never got my cousins in Cork and all of the shit they used to tell me used to keep me awake and of course like you never coming from Dublin you don't see darkness not Ever. real darkness no. like they get like this is bugger darkness this oh you can't like, see the same as darkness. putting your two hands over your eyes <laughs> that fucking dark and you've got your cousin going and in the hideous house when are be coming in here grab you by the neck and he has the heads of all your ancestors hanging off his belt. And you'll see your uncle's face hanging off his belt. You one that you know. And you'll see the face of your family hanging off his belt. Because he's killed him before he gets to you. And he shakes them in your face. I was like, fucking hell, man. I'm, so, I'm, like, I'm, I'm 11. I can't sleep. Stop this shit. Stop this fucking corrupted shit. I can't help it. It's amazing. Like it's, it is like, it can go back to Bram Stoker and all that. So much of that stuff came from real life stories. Like, so you know the stake through the heart mm-hmm. because the suicide graveyard was in Ballybock right beside Crow Park. Yeah. And they said if you committed suicide, you got buried there because it wasn't hallowed ground. Yes. Yeah. So they couldn't put you in the normal graveyard. There's three St. John's churches and in whatever, that's bullshit end of the story. The interesting end of the story is the suicide graveyard was just there in Ballybock and they used to hammer the stake through the heart of the people who committed suicide because they thought if you took your own life you'd never rest you'd never you'd never you wouldn't go to heaven or hell you wouldn't rest you were, so you were doomed to walk the earth so he used to hammer the thing the stake through the heart so, the, so you wouldn't come back through enough? and that's how Bram Stoker got the whole how to kill the dead the undead was yeah. that it? that was it yeah and it's from right there it's right there on that corner if you, right opposite the Clonliffe house there's a bench there now and a couple of billboards and underneath that is the original suicide graveyard of um, of Dublin terrifying 
Absolutely terrifying, yeah. So did they build uh, over so it? Is there been, bodies underneath that? I don't know if they excavated it uh, to do I what's done to it now or not. So I don't considering know. that they left loads of babies in a fucking field somewhere. So, so prob- I can't imagine that they took the suicide bodies up either, do you know? Yeah, may, yeah. So prob- don't have a great track record. So I imagine there is dead. probably the remains of quite a few people uh, under there. But it's uh, but all of that. And then that becomes, through Irish stories and sharing, it ends up being Folklore. Dracula and vampires and people of the night and bloodsuckers. It's fucking, oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, like we're, we only exist to scare the bollocks out of the rest of us. It's a whole, it's the it's Irish true. way. Although probably loads of other cultures are exactly I want, the same. Yeah, because I suppose we're so used to our own, but it is de- like the folklore of the little people or the fairies. And <laughs> that yeah. was, that was my type of folklore. I liked the fairy side of things. But even they were scary bastards. They were, they, yeah, but like, you know, you can dress them up. Now yeah. they're more... <laughs> Now they're now they're a much nicer breed. They were a mischievous, dangerous little breed, like the fairies. You didn't oh, fuck yeah. with the fairies back no, in the no, day, no. the fairy were, forts and there. It's just something that they were the children of Daydanan or the fear bullock. They were one of them. And then, you'll have to explain that the, one to me. So there was two like original sort of settlers in Ireland. There, there was a fear bullock or the two of Daydanan. I can't remember which one was supposed to be the one that was forced. Anyway, the, either the fear bullock or the two of Daydanan came and took over Ireland and they had a big war. And that the losers of that war became the fairies. They the had to go the underground buttons. and they had to hide and like work their mischief bullshit at night and all of that and that's where the fairy force came from they started using their magic and all blah 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 and even that they're it's even deadly, they're even scary little bollocks well anybody <laughs> has magic you have to be afraid of and Harry Potter but anyway so we went there and then she talked about like one of the round rooms is the most haunted room in Dublin Castle oh, that they I can't put pictures up on the walls anymore in Dublin Castle in that room because they just keep falling she's thermometer is all along the wall she said because the, the temperature is just like out of nowhere just go bang stop yeah it. brilliant oh, um, and then we went to all the steak car- it just and then like people like people that have stayed and then all the pictures hanging on the wall that have all the alarms on them because they're the most expensive pieces she's like people have don't come here and rob the stuff like they kind of tend to go to art galleries <laughs> I was like but like how would you in, fair, in fairness how would you get it out do you know like uh, how yeah. it's quite big um, I'm just surprised the Queen hasn't Victoria hasn't come back for her picture because it's quite pretty um, so yeah so that and then uh, if you watch Hamilton your man who lost India uh, America and somewhere else they sent him to he'd an awful um, guy not yeah. a great legacy he there. didn't do very well He was and he's over here lost that as well actually oh, <laughs> very, very good yeah um, so yeah so we did that and then we went the, right beside it in the Cheshire <laughs> Library there's a little um, a little place to eat food at the Silk Road so we went and there was just like a, we had a little bit of food there but it was it was just the most glorious day isn't I, it great? I couldn't get enough of Dublin Castle isn't it great isn't it it's amazing what it does to you to get to be able to just especially now in this shit show of pandemic that you can go to something and just think of a different time like a different world like just travel somebody else's yeah, roll. But it's, you know what, it's, it's those cobbles that you go. So, like she was saying about Michael it also, Collins. It also, lets you remind it that we're in now. We'll fucking end. Like we That's will exactly end up in Joey a different said. place. We will end. Like this will all be fucking history. Yeah. Even though I'm the first person to go, it's never going to fucking end. <laughs> we're fucked forever. Like I'm the first prick that comes out with that shit. But it does remind you. Like you look at any sort of anything like that. Any, any of these yeah. amazing historical you get these fantastic stories and you think that those people felt exactly then like we did now yeah. nothing was going to change Isn't, but that's oh it. my god so you're a breath of fresh air Suzanne thank you very like much but that was what Joey <laughs> said so we were because we were like I know it sounds a bit kind of naff or whatever but I was like we were standing in the cobbles of, of uh, Dublin Castle and we were talking about the rising and there were, like the rebels and and she was saying about Michael Collins going to hand in the the piece of paper and if you watch Michael Collins, it's so dramatic, you know. And she said, but that corner, that door would have been where he walked over. She goes, and it was a very much a, he just walked over and handed him. Signed treaty. Signed treaty yeah. and just went, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, where yeah. was it, you know, obviously in the movie or whatever. It's a, it's a, but like there was. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially like walking to your solicitor's office. Essentially. Now it's just walking <laughs> to the fucking revenue and handing your taxes back <laughs> yeah. in. It's a much of a muchness, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, but it was, there was this real feeling of like, our our ancestors, like, for their their feet touch those I know it's like yeah. but their feet touch those cobbles they walked it looks different than it does now but the cobbles still look the same they, they still made that same noise and those walls that they touched still you know like just my part like there's a massive big table called a prisoner's table that the prisoners that were kept underneath in the dungeons 
in the jail of, of Dublin Castle that they made and she was like you can see like they've cut like there's little devil heads in it and like because they oh, were yeah, so yeah. you know they were they were there for practically no reason like and then the women were sent to Ship Street yeah, and, and they, they were just exactly on Twitter like I mean you have to sort of you're, you're trying to you know what I mean to pass <laughs> the time somehow yeah so like it just just that and it was so funny when we came out and like that we've all been fucking really feeling I think everybody in the past like last week you were saying about how tough you were finding it in terms of I think everybody is it's because we're everything is so unknown and we got in his car and Joey was like I absolutely fucking love today and I was like it was lovely because I was like oh it was lovely to get out with no kids and he was like no do you know what yeah no he no goes, that's not what I mean it's not it <laughs> nice to see you Susie but he was like do you know what he was like it was the fucking escapism of finding out about our city and seeing the shit from medieval times like up until Recent times, like even down to the marriage referendum, that are LGBTQ, I never got T, but that they all stood, you know, only a couple of years ago and stood right, and on, were, on right Castle, at, yeah. in Dublin Castle and were told, you know, you're fucking rightly so, you should be part of yeah, our, no, of our yeah. world. Do you know what I mean? You, should, you have the right to get married and you count, do you know? Like, that's how recent it is in Dublin Castle. Like, and Miggledy, that's sworn <laughs> in, my best pal. Like, you know, so... He was like, just, you see, people have gone through, we have, even as a city, we've gone through so much and they've all, they all came. He was like, imagine being in the middle of the fucking 1916 rise and living in a tenement. We weren't in the tenements, we weren't poor. Um, Living in a tenement, uh, having, not having an, literally not having a shilling and like there's fucking war going out. Your sons are going out fighting and never coming home. Women having anything. And he was like, and we're here now, like we've overcome it, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I know, yeah, but that's why you do it, isn't it? It's to give you appreciation, like you know. So you have to go and do it. Forget the history, forget your history, and then you you. You could they could send you to Croke Park, Park considering this day last year we were all in Croker. Oh my God, was it this day? day you're joking. Yeah, I literally got reminded oh, today that yeah, I was I was really sad. I was just like because we got two tickets at the very last minute. My mom, we ran my mom going, please. Can, so my brothers, my brothers are half Heidi came down to with kids initially. Then my mom took the kids, and we absolutely billied it in on the bus. Oh my God, into was it, town. It was the fourteenth, was the fourteenth of September last year. Oh my God, and Dublin did the five. So technically, we we have six in a row. Well, yeah, no, no one can ever. take it back. I know. <laughs> So I'm claiming a bitch. Uh, yeah. I think what's best about it is Mayo can actually lose in All Ireland without having lost a single game. <laughs> That's what makes me feel happier because I'm. Uh, look, I put up. Look at this. Look at the streams of people coming out of. Can you see that? Oh yeah. That's streams of people coming. And look there. I took that from your Instagram page. The five lamps. Oh they yeah. Lit them. Yeah. Is yeah. that door, not Dorset Street? Um, it's uh, the, it's uh, the five lamps. Rusty yeah. North Strand. North Strand. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So yeah, that's that's it. Jesus, what the, the lights are flashing and all the ghosts. Yeah, I tell you, that were him. The go, we got the ghostly. The ghoulies are in. That were him. <laughs> um, and you got a gift. What did I get? I'm so, all excited over gifts. This I, is from Co- this is from Coach. Um, so she's in Kilkenny. Well, we won't go into what I feel about Kilkenny, but I really oh, like I love Kilkenny. So it's Yellow Deer Designs. Just don't read my address out. But she <laughs> sent you this. So open the, the small bits first. The small bits, oh, and yeah. then yeah. So she sent, so these are cards. Oh yeah, yeah. So so she made these for Pieta House last week for World Suicide. Oh, yeah, for and there's a card for you in there. See that she wrote PJ oh, on it. it. Yeah, so she sent you that card. Can't even lick an envelope anymore. No, too oh, yeah, she's not allowed to lick an envelope. You're not allowed to lick an envelope. No, Jesus, oh, fuck no. off. Surely now. No, she posted germs then. That's that's basically an arson attack. So anyway, so she, you can go onto Yellow Deer Designs and you can buy a bundle and she makes a contribution and two euro from the eight euro goes to Pieta House for World, World Suicide Day. But Koch is the most incredible. Um, she draws these uh, these designs and puts them on cards and whatever. So she was like, I'd listened to the podcast last week and was like, I know PJ's has a bit of a pain in his bollocks with them. So I want to send you cards yeah. to him. So she sent you that and then she made this. She drew nice. this picture and they're gorgeous. And Stacey will love them. Show them to Stacey, your will, sister. Definitely. She'll yeah, love them dead. as well. They're actually brilliant. And send them to people, will you? I will send them to people. I will. And she I'll, made I'll just, you I'll just this. Just make sure and cheat the post and yeah. do the job. Um, oh, look at that. Isn't it gorgeous? Ah, stop it. Isn't it fab? Home of PJ's dreams. It's got a chimney, a roof, 
Dream. It's all just like it's a stain on the t- <laughs> But it's blue. Oh, it's that like, is amazing. It's like a it's like a blueprint for your for your house of that dreams. Is, that is fucking brilliant. Isn't it gorgeous? That is absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Aren't you delighted? Yeah, I and love that. And see, it has that. the negative. The shite goes out one way. Ne- and water then it has, goes in. Water goes negative in. Shite and it just only out. has a bed and windows. And there's nothing in it. Only a dog. Oh my god! Isn't it I'm gorgeous? So into that. <laughs> bed is scratched out. That's brilliant, isn't it? That's- <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Ah, oh, thanks so much. That's actually so. That's really... caught. I thought you'd really like that. That has cheered me right up. That's yeah, the you business. see. Look at it. Yes, I'm very happy with that now. See? Thanks so much, Coach. There was no need for that, but I'm definitely glad you did. Isn't it lovely? And speaking of your house, I got a tweet last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, my fucking house. I swear to God, I'm gonna lose me marbles. Over Have you done anything with it? No, no, I haven't. I was right. going to get a log cabin thing, and I got the quotes, and they're outrageous. So here's the log cabin. So this is from Brian. Yeah. Hey Suzanne. Heard so he's like, Can you follow me because I sent because obviously I do your fucking correspondence now. Yeah, thanks very much. I appreciate that. I've never had anyone do that for me before. Like, you have it's a fucking agent do yeah, you like, this is fantastic. It's like this agency that doesn't even take a commission. In and fact, so- quite the opposite. They talk you into work. Yeah, true. I'm going to talk you into the Visit Dublin thing. Um, thanks, Suzanne. Heard PJ mention a log cabin. Literally just put a deposit on one with my cabin. He needs to be careful about planning permission thing. Yeah. Up to 25 square metres he doesn't need, but technically not allowed to live in it. I know you're not allowed to live in it. Yeah, I found all this out, yeah. It's a minefield, it's which a minefield. I've researched for ages. I'm going for one, which is a one bed, which is around 25 square metres, but I'll be living in it. Long story, but it's going to be in the back garden of a three bed semi. Only solution in the, the situation of that he's in. So anyway, all in about 30k. If nobody makes a complaint to the council, nothing to worry about. You go on with your neighbours. No, I don't. Um, I don't really have any dealings with them. If no. he wants to talk to me, or has any questions, you can let me know. I fully researched loads of companies, and um, but he, he's found that my cabin were the best in the situation for what he needed. Then he said, "I hope pregnancy is going well. Keep up the good work." Yeah, there yeah. Go. See, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got now it. what about the the small corner one? What the movement pods? Would that work better? What is for the you? movement pod? One of these. Oh, do you know how much that one is? How much? Well, the one that I, I was looking at was like they they wanted like forty seven thousand or something. I know the Brian's aren't that expensive. There's no way. Who is this? It? This is Brian from Movement Pod, but oh yeah, not no, maybe it's a, different, it's a different company then. No, they're not. But that holy much. shit, the, like it's just it's anyway, it's mental. And anyway, you're not allowed living it. You have to, you, you know. Well, sure, who'd know you're you living, living a lie? If you go living a lie, so aren't you living a lie anyway for the most part? Oh, but I'm trying not to. I'm always <laughs> trying not to live a lie. I'm mean, just fucking living a lie. Oh my god. You know what I mean? You feel like you're a hobo in your own back garden. I can't, I, like, I just want to get something straight. I do everything straight. I found out years ago when I got a tax audit or a VAT audit that the only way to play the game is to play it straight. Oh, if yeah. you don't play it straight, it's you're, easier. You're, you're just, I can't do this looking over my shoulder, sketching myself all the time. I can't yep. do it. I haven't got it in me anymore. Never had it in me in the first place. Tried to do it. Had nervous breakdowns left, right, and said, <laughs> I can't do it. I just want to fucking do it straight. So I play the game. That's my fault. But my problem is I play it fucking straight all the time, and now nobody wants to deal with me. That's that's my problem. You know, um, well, me. I think that have you gone back to own with your bits and pieces? No, no, I haven't. I've lost. I've lost the will to. I've lost the will to find a place to live. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Anyway, it's like it's such a shit pox thing that's going on. I don't know what to do. I actually have. I'm actually uh, yeah. And like last week, I was in such bad form last week that I just kind of put everything to one side, which I know is a stupid thing to do because well, it's not really. Just, I, think, well, I think you just but, need to maintain or manage what you can while you can, and then when you're able to take shit on, take shit on. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? I know, I know, but I'm the type of person I need a kick in the hole. To be honest with you, to be like, well, I'm I was, an awful I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you oh, another like, week on the house thing, and then I'll be like, you need to get back onto own. I'm an awful, yeah, but then I, just, I like, I'm such a long. I spent a week reading fucking Dracula things and horror stories, and you know what I mean. That's what I do. I, I'm killing time, literally killing time, sitting around reading. Stuff that's nice to read and all. It's not forwarding my life in any way. I'm just like, oh, I'm interested in shit, and I'm only doing it so I can avoid actual life. Right. Okay. That's the problem. I know I will avoid actual very, life for as long little, as possible. Little that we can do in actual life, though. I know. Well, that's it. I true. Yeah. I At know. least you have a job to get up and go to every that's day. That's fucking which, brilliant. Thank God. That's great brilliant. News. Yeah, and it's deadly and it's great, and I love it and all. It's great. Crack. So we do a little bit of the podcast and do a little bit. Oh, I. Yeah. So I, what am I moaning about? Yeah, this but is, but I think you know. But this is the this thing. Is, Everybody's going on about this, and it's like, oh, I shouldn't be moaning, and because shouldn't I have. Be moaning. But you know what? I think everybody's just having shitey anxiety. Like the numbers are going up. We went. We were we're going out for a bite to eat on 
Friday night is just like literally us and two of our pals that we haven't seen. And we're going out for a bite to eat. And then both Joey and I, separately, before we'd even had the conversation, both had fucking social anxiety. Now I don't want to be the best anyway. <laughs> but like, we both had social anxiety but having to go to a pub because the numbers in fucking Dublin are so high. So high. And, they're getting, and they're getting bigger. And then and bigger we, we and spoke to the couple we were going to meet and actually they were kind of the same. We went, look, we're, you know, what are we doing? Let's just go out, stick to ourselves, and and we were miles away from everybody in the pub. They fucked everybody out at 11 o'clock, no matter what, across the board. They were like, because of the new regulations, you've had your food, get the fuck, basically. Um, and everybody was at a social distance and it was nice to get out. Other than the fact that I thought I was going into labour at five o'clock in the morning because I ate so, oh my God, I ate so much food at half past nine. <laughs> we sat down for dinner at like quarter to nine or whatever. So by the time the food came, it was quarter past nine and I fucking bulk at like, because I was starving because I was obviously oh saved. Oh, fuck me. Five o'clock in the morning. So you I, can do anything you want now, can't you? Isn't that the word? Oh, that it's not, but it's nothing to do. No, we don't want to put on unnecessary weight and become unhealthy. But also, because I wouldn't eat that late, the food had nowhere to So I was knackered. So I went to sleep on a full stomach on five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I woke yeah. up and I was like, tell Joe, we need to go to the coom. I thought I was laboring. It wasn't. So that's too much fucking food. Um, as it turns out. Speaking of labouring, I became the face of maternity restrictions during I the week. I saw that you were on the front page of the Independent. I was. I went into the work and I didn't get a chance to read because I was just like, I'm flat out looking for stories that don't matter. I thought you probably don't feel into that. So I, uh, but I saw your picture on the front of the Independent. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, you are the face. You are the face of the lonely woman on the maternity ward. You are the public face of the lonely woman on the maternity ward. The one ward. I signed up for. So I was like, hold my shit. I was like, holy shit, look at her. <laughs> There she is now. From Bethany. So on on so that page was Thursday morning. So on Wednesday, Mel Finn, who's from the Herald and the Indo, sent me a message going because uh, uh, Hazel Chung Chu, who's our uh, Lord, Lord Mayor. Mayor, right? She had wanted to send something to the to the masters of yeah. maternity. Well, just an interesting tidbit. You know that she's the Lord Mayor, yeah. And traditionally, Lord Mayor has always been a male title, like through the hundreds of years, you know? So then when they do, she be, so when we had... Is she uh, the first female? No, no. Kamasita Hedeman was, I think, in 1988. Uh, so she... <laughs> <laughs> so she is now our current Lord Mayor. Right. But as it's always supposed to... It's always been... Male. One, ti- one title of, you know, a couple. So that makes her husband the Lady Mayoress. I think, or the lady, or uh, whatever. Anyway, her husband is the lady, is like She's Ireland's... She's a lot of shit though as well. First lady. Yeah, Because people are pricks. Yeah, because people are pricks. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we won't even go into that right now. Um, so anyway, she had put up a tweet to say, if you're pregnant, because she just wanted voices to get behind. So she said, just email my office, that's all you need to do. Like, just to say, I am behind you and sending a letter to the masters of the maternity hospitals to say, can we look at the restrictions? So anyway, that was fine. So I sent her an email and she, I saw it just was like, to, to I retweeted to say, I've sent my email. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Melanie Fane rings me and goes, come here, I just saw that. What? What's your grievance? And I went, actually don't have one, Mel. I was like, it's not an ideal situation. I was like, and obviously I said, I just am supporting the Lord Mayor because I think that she's, you know, a brilliant folks for women, blah, blah, blah. So, but, you know, they are shit. She said, will you have a quick chat with me? And I went, Again, she's like, just now. <laughs> yeah. It is just a little piece for the Herald. Now, I'll be, I'm sorry, Mel, but I was like, who the fuck reads the Herald? It'll be grand. <laughs> right? Anyway, I speak to her on the phone. Sure, we're chatting away about everything else. And then we have a quick chat about the maternity restrictions. Grant, little piece for the Herald. That was fine. So, anyway, she then sends me going, Have you got a picture of you and the kids? And I went, Yeah, sent it over. She goes, not a great high res. And I went, all right, because I'll send somebody over to take a picture. Yeah, yeah. Right? Get, get a little bigger. little piece for the Herald. And I went, Grant. <laughs> she, the man will be here at half six. Quarter past six. Oh, she's gone. There's a man outside her house. <laughs> I'm sitting, because Joey's only just walked in the door from work. I'm sitting on the floor in a tracksuit, putting on a bit of mascara. <laughs> yeah, girl. Because again, I reiterate, small piece for the Herald. <laughs> I don't really put any makeup on. I brushed my hair and changed my top. I didn't wipe my children's faces. I didn't change their clothes. Joey had literally thrown on a pair of shorts. He wasn't getting involved. Because I was like, this is not a big deal. Little piece of the herald. Little piece of the herald. Yeah. So anyway, your man comes, takes the pictures. As it turns out, then Hannah's waiting for her moment to get asked. She knows it's snotty. Uh, so she, well, it was milky or whatever. I don't know what was on her face. But anyway, her face wasn't clean. And Ushin then was like, well, if everybody's getting in, we'll all get in. So we have a full photo shoot in my back garden. I'm like, fuck me. Anyway, Grant, not a bother. So that's fine. 
I wake, my phone is ringing at five to seven on Thursday morning and I'm like, someone's dead. So I'm like, fuck. And so I have a WhatsApp message, a voice message, a text message and a missed call. Right. From Emma in News Talk. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. <laughs> so I'm with one eye open and she's like, yeah. can you come on and talk about the maternity restrictions? But I've gone, I do loads of stuff with Kira Kelly. So I'm like, Kira's got moved to breakfast. She's obviously seen this online. Kira's a doctor. and She's gone. We're probably stuck for something to talk about this morning. Get Suzanne on. So at 25 to 8 on fucking Thursday morning, I'm on for a six minute slot talking to Shane Coleman about the maternity restrictions. And I'm trying to be like, I'm totally respectful of the doctors. I'm not lobbying for anybody. I'm not a TD. Small piece for the Herald. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah, small little thing. I'm yeah. walking back <laughs> <laughs> from the school run and one of our followers Lorraine sends me a message going, you're on, she's like, oh my God, front page news. I literally was like, what? Yeah, front page. I, it's the first thing the I saw the next morning. Front page, scrape of makeup, fat swollen head on me. No, that's like, not true. I like, would have, I swear to God, there would have been a team in. <laughs> I made a joke, which I'm sure the photographer hears every time going, you can Photoshop that, right? I fucking meant it if I was going to be on the front page of the... F- Fucking yeah, independent. Yeah. It was actually a nice photograph. Oh, it was pop. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So that escalated into, then I was on Ireland AM with a Sinn Féin TD who knew fuck all about what she was supposed to be on for, Rita. Um, I was on with her and then I think something else happened as well in it all. But I was like, it was supp- it was just supposed to be a small piece for, for the, the Herald. <laughs> I know, it was everywhere. It was, it was everywhere. Like a few people were saying it to me then over the last couple of days. Like they were saying, oh, so, oh you yeah. know, Suzanne thing. Oh, so. then I was on Mario on Sunday morning talking about it. I oh, want to get you? Mario on, on to do Dublin Meets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Love that'd be Mar- brilliant, love actually. to get Mario on. Yeah, 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 I'd I love that. I kind of have like a weird crush on Mario. Not a sexual crush. or Like not a, not a fancy crush. I just kind of like his... Kind of... I loved his take. He's very, like, he's such an intense fella, I think. I think you, you get Super a lot of personality intense. with him. Like, yeah, you know, and he knows so... He's like you, you know. Like, he just has archives in his brain of fucking information that you're like, who even knows that? <laughs> I heard him do, I think it's Darren's podcast, and he tells a story of his life and all. Oh, his it's dad. Very, yeah, and his dad. It's a really interesting. Like, he's a really, really interesting fella. He's like. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I must text him and say it to him. Because um, he got him He got him uh, nominated for an Imro. So I went into him then... And I'm saying to him on Sunday mornings, like, can we not make it really morbid and really, like, I don't, I like, I have an appointment in the coom in two weeks. I don't want to piss the entire staff off. <laughs> I know, but I don't think that, you know, well, you were just saying it's the restrictions. It was the restrictions, the restrictions you were upset for, about, for not the, the for staff. For the people. Or no, for the people. For the, and then that was it. And then the lady from Sinn Féin kept going, the dads, the dads, the dads. And I was like, it's not the dads, it's the person. Families come in all shapes and sizes. There's yeah. wives and wives and, you know, there's moms go in with their daughters and yeah, partners so whoever, go in yeah. and brother, you're like every, so it's whoever you want to go in, you want yeah. their choice to go I in. I saw so. a, a picture, I think, yesterday. I think Ros Purcell maybe posted it of a woman saying that she, it was really like... Oh, some of the stories are horrifically sad. Yeah, yeah what's just saying, I'm allowed to go to the, for a point with my, I think it was a point with my mother or something, yeah. but my husband can't join me when I get told that my baby has no heartbeat. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, see, that is, so, because that, 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 they kept going down so that tragic. road of going, of comparing it that the wet pubs are open because they're open, the wet pubs are open and, and stuff. And I'm, to me, I'm just like, they're so incomparable. Suppose, like, it is, yeah, I, I just suppose, think yeah. they're just, and I think it's, it's just, you can't, the human. We have to try and like for Mindset. like, of course. You're always saying, what about this? What about, it's what about really doesn't help anyone. That's I what I just, what I said you're to Mario right. yesterday. I was like, I fully support the vintners. That's their livelihoods. I get it. I said, and when you're in your boat, it's polarised because it's your, that's what you're looking at going. I said, but they, going for a pint and going for a scan, like, like the messages, PJ, that I got, like are fucking, because I've been that woman. I've been, but I, by choice, I, I thought there was nothing wrong. I, like I went and had my scan there was no heartbeat whereas these are women who have been through horrific IVF journeys or like just mad fucking horrible stuff and they've gone to the hospitals and ple- like pleaded and said please can I have my husband my mom my sister ple- just ple- I don't want to be on my own and they've gone no can't like the, it, and I understand not, why they have to do that as well, but it's so it's just such an awful and you can kind of understand they go God if we let one person in we let everyone you know we let everyone anyway in the, in the Ireland I am interview they were like and there's a petition I was like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have I started now? I was like, I didn't start a petition. Why did I do that? But anyway, so yeah, so my small piece for the Herald, like it escalated. It wasn't a small piece at all. It escalated really, really quickly. But uh, yes, that was, was, it's been a a busy week. You are like you're kind of yeah you're everywhere. Even. Oh, I know. I don't like being it's everywhere. Funny, though, I get nervous about those things. That you're like you're prepared for your little piece for the Herald, and you have your little bit of anxiety for your little piece for the Herald. Yeah. And then the first message you get that says you're on the front page, you fucking panic, right? I nearly peed my panic. pants. Panic. Nearly peed my pants. For, for what? Like you're saying the same things. You hear you are saying the same things now, but for some reason, when you're kind of pushed into something you weren't mentally building your little box for. It scares the life out of you. Because even I said to I said to Joey, because Mel had said to me, "Can you come? Can you come on and talk about it?" And uh, and I was like, "Oh, let me get back to you." And that was at like whatever one o'clock. And I waited to talk to Joey, and Joey's like, "Yeah, sure, like." You know, <laughs> yeah, but he he does. He's like, well, yeah, what's the big yeah, deal? Yeah, he's you like, sure, what you're going to get into? And I was like, all right, Grant, because I and then I was like, oh, okay, it'll be fine. And I literally I sent him a message going, <laughs> I was like, Insta, little piece through the world, reality, front book. Yeah, front book of And he was like, holy James the street. And I was like, in fairness, we got a nice picture of the kids out of it. You did get a nice. Yeah. That is a nice picture yeah, now. Exactly, looking at that, yeah. So like that was grand or whatever, but um, but like yeah, just. <laughs> It was it was the it was a bizarro day. It's just I'm I'm just I, the political stuff makes me a bit nervous. Yeah, I know it does because you think you're going to get backlash because you will get backlash because no matter what oh, yeah, you like, say, loads of people somebody were like, will go against it. No matter what you say, you can say now Nelson Mandela was a very good man, and you can be damn <laughs> sure somebody's going to go. Yeah, well, fuck you. You know, there's nothing you can do. So and it's it's so scary to put your. So yourself on any message now because you're just uh, you're starting. Do I need this? Yeah. Does my family need this? Do I need this? Bag? Do I could I you know like go, am I better off just shutting my fucking mouth because because especially when you go public like you're uh, you're at the mer- well you're not at anyone's mercy but you have well, to yeah. sort of you, have <laughs> to, you decide right I have to take some shit uh, do I want to eat a plate of shit today yeah That's, sounds, you have to so make like, that decision it was so funny because I listened to Liveline which thankfully I didn't end up on um, but this woman rang in she's like Joe. I had 79 kids in the 80s and late 70s and at no point was my husband there. And these women need to get fucking grip, Joe. They need to just, they're fucking soft. Okay, yeah, I Joe. Yes, I, I had went... shit there for everybody else has to forever is the strangest logic <laughs> I have ever understood. Surely I had it shit nobody else should have to is a much better logic. And I... I don't understand it. I know, I know, I just don't get this. It was shit for me, it should be shit for you. No, it so, absolutely shouldn't so be. So a woman wrote up underneath the gun. And the Ireland AM thing goes, this is absolutely ridiculous. I had five children in the 80s. Uh, women, you know, need to grow up or whatever. And some woman wrote underneath it going, and isn't it wonderful that now we actually have control over our bodies and we can make fucking choices, ML. Yeah. Like, it was just... But I, I love... I, I said that to Mario on, on Sunday. I was just like, but that's the hilarious thing. It's it's that thing of like, people who go, well, I was on all fours for 79 hours yeah. and I had no drugs. I'm like, that's, I'm delighted for you. I will not be like that. I will be taking anything they can fucking give me so I can float and think I'm invincible. I'll paddle my canoe. Yeah. You fucking sink in yours. Yeah, do Grant, whatever you want to do. You can think I'm soft if you want. Yeah. I shouldn't I'm okay have, with I don't that. have to give a shit about it. Yeah. Who fucking... Go be... Go Go suffer. Go be, Go uh, take your penance. I'm go so, do it. Go I'm walk. So good with this. Go fucking have a baby walking around the back garden if yeah. you want. It's grand. Or not every. That does not mean everybody else has to Whenever do it. Whatever you want. Like, you but know, yeah. So it's just. It's, just yeah. it's opening yourself up to it is just. It's such a funny. It's a scary. It's, it's, a, it's, it's scary. scary. But it's 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 like you can take it. So I purposely like that because obviously the. Thursday we were doing our Dublin day so I couldn't answer loads of messages and then I felt bad so I tried to message what I can and then yesterday again after Mario there was loads of messages and I just put up a thing last night going thanks a million that like fucking like you're an influencer thanks for all your messages but but, but, but women really want to share you are an influencer what do you my like fucking arse an influencer we realised last week that you are no an because it, like even caught from Yellow Tears sent my <laughs> my thing that it says influence on her and my brother I got this cool thing for my birthday and it has the word influence on her my brother called it was the funniest thing ever I'm like I'm not an influencer the post Man laughing at me, hand. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it's just, it's just a, like it's just a, ma- a mad place when you're kind of sitting there and you're going, I, I like, I, 
I want because women's stories are really important and I like I understand what they've got so I'm like I want your reply but then yesterday I just went look I'm just going to have a day oh my god and then last night did you watch Big School? No I don't know what this is what is this you're talking about now? Oh my god PJ you need it for the soul now like obviously my hormones aren't great with tears (laughs) Um, so a man texted yesterday Mario nearly burst into tears on the radio but anyway so Big School is on Virgin Media on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock and it's there they have cameras in a classroom it's Kite actually did it. Oh, is it? Yes. Um, they've cameras in a classroom capturing junior infants in their first, what was supposed to be their first year of school. Oh, fuck me. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see, no. Except Joe, you're balling last night. <laughs> <watching> this. <laughs> like my heart's not aiming for this. <laughs> oh my God, they're all going in. And there's this little fella, oh, he's gorgeous, Dawson, and he has his hair and a mohawk and his little tracksuit on him. And he's a real young, fl- like, he's a real, you know, he's like his man, his dad, and he's running around the yeah. gaff and he has a car and he's just, like, just a real little young fella. He's deadly. And literally then the teacher's like, okay, uh, parents, time to say um, goodbye to mom and dad. And poor Dawson is oh, like, mommy. Like, he's a, no! oh, he's bawling. And then they have another little fella, Callum, who has delayed speech issues so like there's different kind of like spectrum of a speech or whatever and they're saying some kids if they know when they come they go to school they become conscious that they're not able to say the words and his mom was saying about how worried she was about him but Callum is a little fucking legend and Callum is like he still talks there's a rainbow right so my in Ushin's class um, his teacher used to have a mystery box and he had to get all your ticks and if you got all the ticks, you got a chance to have a go in the mystery box and they got like a bubbles or a... And Oshin lived for the mystery box. Lived. I've never heard of this mystery Ted box. Ted and mystery box, right? So Ted was, he got to take the teddy home, which in this climate, I was like, they'd fucking need to burn Ted at this stage. I used to like debt all him coming into the oh, house. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other was get your ticks to get the mystery... And they'd all walk out on a Friday if, if they'd made enough ticks to get the mystery box, right? So she has a rainbow. I think it's Maria is their teacher's name because it's an educator together so they're our first names and so you get the B gets to go if you have all, get to go so it's she's shown the rainbow and she said everybody wants to get in the rainbow right because it's you know infants and uh, so, so she's like he's Callum standing and he goes Mino on the rainbow he's like Mino on the rainbow teacher Mino on the rainbow and all he wants and like his SNA is saying every day he come in and he like Mino on the rainbow today and she's like <laughs> You have to do, and they don't just randomly give them, you have to earn it. Like, you don't just yeah, go, oh, because well, Callum up. wants to go on the rainbow, so you have to work your way up. Well, Jesus Christ, he got on the rainbow at the end. Oh, I swear geez. to God, I actually went, oh, he got on the rainbow. <laughs> it was like rainbow. my own child had made it to the rainbow. <laughs> you have to watch it. You forget oh, about it. And then there's Awab, I think is, is one of the little kids' names. And he's like his little glasses and a little turn in his eye. And he's super smart and he just wants everyone to be his friend and he wants to do really well. And I'm just like, and then oh. there's a little young one called Kira and she's a messer. Like she's an absolute, she's like, oh yeah, right, so she's messing. So she's like messing with the dolly. He's got, Awab's getting it all correct. He's like, this is the way teachers told me. This is the way teachers said, she's like stabbing it in the yeah, eye and all. She doesn't give a shit. She's deadly, right? Full of mischief. <laughs> but then, so, so teacher then, so I learned something on two levels, right? So teachers, they're, so they're playing, uh, so it's called Ashter, so it's all about learning through play and oh, she does it. And they do, so they play mommies and daddies and, and, you know, brother and sister and it, who, someone takes the role. Anyway, they're washing the baby in the bath and teacher said, is this a girl baby or is this a boy baby? Who's the mommy? Who's the daddy? Who's blah, blah. And so two mommies, two daddies in this house. So then she was like, who, is this a girl baby or a boy baby? And they said, it's a boy baby. Well, why is it a boy baby? Well, because Dave would put him in the bath. And she's like, but why would he be a boy baby? What would make him a boy baby? And she was like, what would he have to make him a boy baby? So they went, a willy. And she's like, but what do we call it? What does teacher call it? What do we call it in school? And they were like, a peanut. A peanut. Yeah. She was that's close. She was like, but it's a penis. Right? So then it clicks to the teacher and the teacher goes, you know, obviously they have words that they use like at home, like they're winky or they're willy or they're whatever. Peanut. Yeah, I would say to Oshin, don't touch your willy. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> As we say to Joey. Um, <laughs> so, but I, and it, so the teacher's in the middle of this conversation and I actually turned around and I said, I don't never know what to say. I used to say to Hannah, don't touch yourself. But I never use a word with Hannah. Like with Ushin, I'd go, don't touch your willy. But with Hannah, I'd go. So I was like, should I say to Hannah, you know, that's your vagina, like or whatever it is. Oh, Wrong. God. I'm so glad I'm not a parent. Then there's a, a girl baby in the bath and she goes, what's, so this will just show you how bad my biology is. She's, I've had three, two children, I'm pregnant with another one. <laughs> she goes, she, she was like, this is Catholic sex education. She's like, 
now that's a girl why is that a girl baby what do girl babies have and they were like they were pointing out in the show that they don't know what the word is they're, they're not saying anything right yeah. they're not saying she goes it's a vulva vulva so she Joey got a vulva <laughs> no one's ever told me it's called a vulva a vulva you've I, never heard that before I think so then I had to start googling vulvas and vaginas you never heard vulva before I've heard the word vulva oh, before yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just so not something would I come would to have mind. said that's your vagina I would have never said that's your vulva but the yeah. vulva is the bit that's the vulva it is a vulva the vagina is the from my best understanding of what I was googling last night <laughs> Just, can I just point out that just shows you how bad our sex education was I don't know what age I was when I found out that babies came out one place and we came out came out a different place and, I, and you were the owner of the apparatus right? and I own it sure, why yeah. don't you be looking at your vulva vagina <laughs> I can't. We were never shown. We were never shown a picture of at any point. We were never shown a picture of the inner workings of a vagina. No, I. And I suppose that's probably why so many years of bad sex happened for so many people in our country. Whereas now the kids are flat out watching porn. They know what they're going, where they're heading for, what's going to work. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to fucking find out. Now it's gone completely. Now it's unhealthy to the other degree. Now it's gone so far the other way. It's just as damaging as the fucking bullshit that we had. Where's the happy medium? You were supposed to pretend you didn't own any genitals at At all all. until you were twenty-five and married. Yeah, you know that was it. And then they just literally inserted, got you pregnant, and then he went to the hospital on your own because you were soft if you wanted your husband yeah yeah while your husband went to confession for causing this trouble in the first place yeah. or whatever and a pint and a pint he went for a pint <laughs> and whatever actually no it, probably, it was yeah women got blamed for it for, for oh well so, sure, sure, we, were, we were demon women with our, with our vulvas women, yeah. Well, that was not the thing that women carried the original sin because it was the woman that gave Adam she enticed, the apple. She enticed He was grand. He was minding his business doing what he was told. She enticed And him. then she started shaking around this vulvic apple and all of a sudden, everyone, you know, the world turned into poison. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it a lovely message? <laughs> I mean, isn't it a lovely message altogether? And here no. we are with a child washing a plastic dolly in a bath and I didn't know what a vulva was. Fucking hell. Congratulations. So Look now I'm like, I don't know whether I should just randomly start saying to Hannah, that's your vulva. I don't like that. I just, something about that word I don't like I think, there, but like I don't even know what to say to her I'm I like think, your front bum I don't know what you say I'm so glad I'll never have to deal with any of this I don't know what you say I have no idea what you say I've no I can't like I'm, I'm literally I don't even like hearing this conversation never mind having to be in it I don't even like hearing it I'm not I'm not into oh, I don't like I'm, even the fact that somebody else out there like you has to deal with this in their lives I'm not comfortable with that you and your penis are out I am yeah me and, and all my apparatus want nothing to do with any but of this but do you not remember in school we weren't taught anything like oh I know that oh we weren't taught anything oh yeah. the only thing I ever well, remember Warned not to be playing with it ourselves. Warned not to be doing that. That was it. I'm afraid I have a bit of that in my home. Yeah. <laughs> home. Oh, yeah well, There's the constant checking that it's there. With, with the wheelies? Know? Yeah, wheelies. When you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. But you he just checks it's there. Yeah, and then it's, it's like, yeah. wash your hands. And he's like, I've no germs. Debatable. Yeah. And then you get to a stage, you know, where maybe your wheelie is cleaner than a public toilet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just... It's a very, it's shaky ground, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, all we were ever taught, I remember in sixth class, there was a picture. I think it was like, a, I don't even know what it was, to be honest. I think it was your reproductive system, which you're like, fuck that. I, oh, we I had still that don't picture. understand it now. We had that. I don't know what they talked about that day because it was all biology and I was 11. So that made no sense to me. I don't remember anything else other than the lady came in to talk about periods and they took the boys and girls separately and we all just sat there fucking mortified for her and ourselves and we were all given a Tampax box each but sure like we were kids so you'd only be using pads anyway if you had if you even had periods at that stage and that was it yeah I like obviously I did have even less than that because they didn't have to tell us oh we got sure I didn't know where a vulva was yeah so I was a vagina I think all we ever got in school was just a weirdly religious sort of you know thing the hand of don't death. be touching yourself or anyone else ever Ever. Unless you're married. Unless you're married. And even then, there's a process, you know. Don't be now having to crack or anything, you know. Oh, no, you just get in and get out. You do what you do what you're as well. And that was, you know, that was the whole thing. But even then, even as kids, we kind of knew it was bullshit, you know. Because you, you don't believe it, you're being told as a kid, regardless. Oh, I think I, I would have I would have literally swallowed a brick when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought you got pregnant on a hand's turn. Oh, yeah, well, oh, it was all in those things. swam yeah. in the swimming pool. Like we all, we've talked about it before. We all about know about the girl who got fingered in the swimming pool and she got pregnant. I just thought it was that easy. 
I thought God, it was that's not a worry like, for young people now. Like at least they get told the literally the function. I saw actually Richie Sadler's his consent classes. I think are getting rolled out across the educational system as well. Are which they? is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, which is brilliant. Um, he's done great shit, hasn't he? I'd like he's to get him on the podcast as well. Yeah, he'd be brilliant. He's done some fantastic. Do you read his book? Stuff. No, not yet. Oh, I'll give it saying. to you. I have it at home. Do you Do want you? it? Yeah. yeah, I would love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Shit, know, the bed. I read it. Version, I'd be laughing because I'm. Oh, I'm sure there is. We can text him and ask him. Yeah. Um, but there's a he, uh, Jesus. I read his book in two days in lockdown. It was. I was so into it. I was literally like, I was just praying for him. <laughs> I was just like, come on, Richie, it's going to get better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like because I didn't know the full story. You see, I didn't know where it was all going to end up or go or what happened. I just waited for the happy ending. No, he's so man. I mean, his commentary has. on TV now as well is like he's, he's brilliant. No, nothing's like he's, well, add him to no the back. Dublin. He's, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's very yeah. confident. Anyway, so he's going. So, so really complimentary of other people today. I'm just glad like we're not talking about wheelies and all anymore. <laughs> your peanuts. <laughs> Me peanuts. And um, what's your week looking like? I <clears throat> uh, Very quiet again. Is it really quiet? Very, very quiet again. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing the show. I think. Oh, what am I doing? No, that's not this week. This week. What show, show are you doing? Uh, I'm doing this thank you show for Virgin Media, but it's not until the 28th, actually, so it's two weeks from now. What, it? what is it? Uh, is that what Mirren? Yes, yeah. it is with Mirren, yes. She has some t- new show, this thank you everybody program. Okay, cool. About the pandemic thing, so I'm doing that. Uh, but it's really quiet until then. Really, really quiet. It's Elaine, my ex's birthday today. Ah. So I'm going to see if she wants to go and eat food. Right. Um... Something like that. Something like that. That's it. I have to meet Una, because oh, I have to talk to Una about something to do with a friend of yours. Um, so did that, yes, did that, he that he got in touch with you, and I was so I was I was like I'll t- I was like I'll tell PJ that you're not just a madman. Well, that's I was going to ask you that today. No, <laughs> so he's, a, leg- he's a legitimate, <laughs> like like incredibly talented, and is like really well connected. Because he had said he goes, well, I know I'm c- expected to do this as part of the podcast do, talking about somebody, but uh, we won't but yes, do we won't do that's all podcast. I was going to ask. You, him. He's really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he's great. We'll talk about him off air. I meant because I meant to text you about it, but it's been one of those weeks. Um, yeah, so good, good. Oh, I'm excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah, that's it. So I don't know. Are you doing it? Are you just you're no? Just this week, last having week, having uncomfortable conversations and you know yeah. do ending up the front page of any newspaper. I'm hoping or? for no front pages. Um, do you know what? This week, thankfully, is a little bit calm. And I had said to Joey, I was like, I'm kind of like I am. I'm flipping between like crippling anxiety oh, for lovely. being out, crippling anxiety because I'm going to be going on maternity leave and I don't think I, cl- I can claim maternity benefit because I won't I won't be able to because I'm self-employed so we'll have nothing coming in. So I'm frantically trying to hustle my face off to try and get a bit of work to yeah. keep me going till November that I have some income coming in because I'm going to have to take a couple of weeks off when the baby's born. Um, and the fact that... I literally keep saying people telling me that my county's going to go into lockdown in 14 days so that's crippling Does anxiety feel like that's my husband, could, husband couldn't swallow last week again because he was just like stressed out um, and yeah so this week and then so last week was mad with the front page and the, the telly stuff and radio and uh, we did the Visit Dublin stuff as well and the kids had oh she went back to academy Hannah started dance class I didn't sleep. Yeah. So this week I've nothing. I've like one meeting booked in on Wednesday to go and meet a man about a dog. Which is exciting. What? I'm not getting a dog. Oh. I was just using that for a euphemism. Is that oh, the right, right word? For I'm going to meet a man about something else. I just heard dog. Yeah. I didn't hear I'm gonna send else. Mario a message and book him in. Yeah, I'm gonna get Mario on. I'm gonna try and find Richie Sadler. I'm pissed off with Leo now. Not answering my messages. I know what that is. I know. I know. Come on. We knew that was going to happen. He's uh, gone above a station now. He's <laughs> <laughs> forgotten about the old ways, Tim Bloke. Oh, God. Um, and I'm going to try and uh, make you really uncomfortable and get you a visit Dublin gig. Oh, God. Right. Would you like I, that? I, I, I just want to do something that you don't do for a change. Or see, it's something that you're doing for a change. I, I mean. think you'd really enjoy it. I would enjoy it. No, I'd enjoy it. I know I'd enjoy yeah, it. Okay. I'm having all this crack just talking about it. Never mind it. Right, okay. Well, that's the Dublin podcast for this week. Don't forget to subscribe. Please tell your friends that we do it. Um, and we'll be back next Monday. Talk to you then and everything. Peace. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.